Mango Mustache Media. Chicanos, welcome to another episode of Chicano Chicon, presented by Hacienda Las Glorias. I'm Mango Mustache Original. I'm your host, Nell Marie. I'm your other host, Arturo. And today we are bringing you an episode of Chicano Realness. You're about to get educated. If this, if our show wasn't Chicano enough, this is the this episode. This is it. This is the staple. This is the one to be here for. If you're, if you're returning, thank you so much for coming back and hanging out with us and if, if this is your first time i hope it's not your last time i hope this really reels you in because we're about to we're about to learn you a lesson real quick learn you a lesson learn you a lesson if you are a member of the chicano community we're about to help you out a little bit we're going to give you a little lift up here this is some stuff that you need to know especially as a, a young chicano young mexican-american if there was like an elementary school for for chicanos this would be in the history portion of that. Yes. It's so important to, especially like um, like Tex-Mex. Exactly. Like, this is what they should have been teaching me in school. I don't need to hear about Spain this and whatever South America that. I need to Imaginary hear about... Imaginary numbers. Yeah. I don't need to know that. I need to know about... Y equals MX plus B. Who cares about it? <laughs> we're slightly exaggerating, but we're also not. I didn't like math. That's not an exaggeration. I I didn't either. But I mean, I did for a portion until it started, uh, until the homework became a a regular thing. Then I didn't like it. Geometry is the only thing I learned. But I took Spanish at the same time. And I learned certain words like um, something we're going to talk about, like the word of the day. The word of the day. The most important segment. Stalling. Stalling. Word of the day. Word of the day. We can back up and. Word of the day. The word. <laughs> sure, just go ahead and intro it again for me. Okay. Now. And we're going to talk about very important things here, all right? Specifically, words. Cultural. Words. Culture. Words language. Of days? Of this day? This day. This very day. This. Tuesday in November. But you're watching this on a Wednesday. We're going to get into the word of the day. Today's word of the day is reina. Can you say reina? Reina. Good job. One more time. Reina. Reina. Very good. I sure hope you said that with us. If you didn't... It's fine, though. <laughs> so, reina. Reina means queen. Now, why would I want to teach you about the word queen? Is it because your first cat was named Reina? Yeah, actually. God bless her. I hope she's doing well. She's, I don't think she's alive, but uh, God rest her soul. She was a great cat. She was fat as hell. But Free out in nature. Well, no, we're talking about... A different reina. The, the most, queen of Cumbia. The queen of Tex-Mex. The queen of Texas. The stuff. The stuff. We're talking about Selena Quintanilla. This is the only queen that matters in my life. Queen Elizabeth, get out of here. I don't care. Uh, Selena Quintanilla, 
in my heart. If you can't tell. How many hit singles does the queen have? <laughs> Come on. None, none that are memorable, but zero. How many Grammys does the queen have? <laughs> Selena has two. Anyways, if you can't tell, I'm a Selena fan. I got my... Como la flor shirt. Como la flor, like a flower. If you don't know one of her hit songs, I got my red lipstick for the occasion because she is known for her red lipstick. She is actually, aside from her music, she's known as a fashion and beauty icon. She she did all her own makeup for her shows. She always had the red. She lip would make going. her own clothes too, right? Yeah, she would because she was super into fashion, very fashionable and. A beautiful woman in general. Oh yeah, people would yeah. just talk about how she just was like the like you can't reach her standard of beauty. Like she was gorgeous, but she's mainly she's so notorious for just being just pushing Tejano and cumbia genres into like the mainstream market. Absolutely, I feel like anybody that you say, um, I mean, if they might not know Selena by name, but if you play one of those songs. It'll yeah. be stuck in your head for weeks to come. Absolutely. I know I, it happens to me all the I time. I can ask like uh, an American right now who doesn't listen to any music in Spanish. I, I If I ask them who Selena is and they say they don't know, I bet you don't even anything. If I play Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb or Como La Flor, oh, yeah. they're going to recognize it. She's so, she's so well known. And also the genres that she was getting into was heavily male dominated. When they were first starting... A lot of times when they were trying to play uh, perform at venues and stuff, they were turned away because the lead singer is a woman, Selena. She was actually she was performing with her uh, family. It was Selena and Los Dinos, so she had her siblings and some other uh, musicians in there. But Los Dinos, I, I didn't know that was. I didn't know the rest of the yeah band they had a name. That's they changed cool. it later to just Selena, Selena Quintanilla. But it used to be originally it was Selena and Los, y Los Dinos. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The more you know, her Culture. older brother, A.B., and her sister, Suzette. And and her dad was the one, like, managing and He's running the show. Abraham, he's the one who, like, <laughs> made them become musicians. He actually, like, forced them all to play instruments and rehearse. And they actually, they got their start playing. Uh, their family used to own a restaurant. And her... Oh, yeah, they would play Yeah, they were performing at the there. restaurant. Yeah, but there was, like, an oil crisis around the time, so the restaurant kind of went under... So they kind of resorted to just, that's why they resorted to touring and everything. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and playing at events and fairs and stuff because the restaurant just kind of fell in there, which is very sad. Well, the, the only information I know about Selena and everything, um, in high school, we watched the Selena movie. <laughs> the Selena movie. The Selena movie with J-Lo. <laughs> is that Selena? How what, did that happen? What was that? It's turned out. It's a... Sorry, just give us one second. It's You're okay. good. It's a Taylor Swift commercial. I was trying to bring up just a Selena. Why? We're about to go on a little adventure. I can't together. escape her. I can't. I can't escape Taylor Swift anywhere. Selena's better. Selena's better. Selena's better. Hot take. Dude, More I of an icon. So sick of Taylor Swift. Me too. I can't hear about her anymore. Sorry. If you want to come for me, that's okay. But I am a Swifty hater. I'm an anti-Swifty. Well, like if you like Taylor Swift, cool, good for you. But. Uh, I'm personally, that's not me, man. I, I can't, I can't get myself into I can't, that. I'm sure she's a lovely woman, but I can't vibe with her music. <laughs> I don't want to go to a concert. I'm so sick of here. My feed, everything's Taylor Swift. Anyways, enough of Taylor Swift. I don't care about that. <laughs> Back woman. to the Queen. Oh 
what were we talking about last before this happened? And we're back. We were talking about the Selena movie with J-Lo. Oh, with J-Lo. Yeah. yeah. She actually did a great... She killed that role. She did a great a really job. Good, that was a good yeah. movie. Yeah. And she uh, looked the part, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that was all a setup. All those auditions for everybody trying to be Selena, it was just going to be J-Lo. I don't even know why they did well, that. Well, she got a lot of hate because uh, I think she, she's Puerto Rican. Yeah. And like, she's like, why are you going to play Selena? You're not even, yeah, it was, it's dumb because, you know, it's just, I, I, we're it's the same. Role, we're the same race. We're just different ethnicities. Yeah, we're just different spots, man. And honestly, she looked great as Selena. But here is Selena, and this is not from the movie. This is an actual performance. This is her final performance. Um, before she died, and it was at some Superdome. I don't remember the name, but yeah, it was like that outfit too. She's wearing her purple one piece. I, I don't know what you call that a a a suit, a bodysuit. I'd say so, like a like a pantsuit kind of pants. thing. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure she made that herself. That's that was my next question for you because yeah. I was I know that she made a lot of her stuff. Yeah, because she was really into fashion. She wanted to open up her own fashion line, and she did. She opened up her own boutique and everything shortly oh. before her, uh, before she died. But yeah, if you don't know, she's known for all of her stuff in the uh, for what she's done for Tejano and Cumbia music. Um, she's really pushed in the mainstream market. She did a lot for women uh, trying to make it in that genre, but. Unfortunately, she's also associated with her tragic death. If you don't know, in 1995, she was killed by by the, the devil himself incarnated as a woman. Yolanda. I was, was going to correct you and you just went, never mind. Yeah, who was the president of her fan club? Merkter. Which is so weird. Like, so odd. How are you going to be a fan and then... Basically, yeah. Basically, what happened is they made her a uh, a manager. Well, she was one of Selena's biggest fans. She started Selena's first fan club. She became she was the president of it. She started it. She became really close to Selena, and um, Selena and her family loved her, and they made her a manager of the boutique, Selena's boutiques. Um, Okay. Yeah, and but apparently she was really really difficult to work with. A lot of people said working within the boutique said like, yeah, she was a problem. She was awful. She was not pleasant to work with, but it didn't really get looked at that much. And then she was found to be uh, stealing money from Selena. And they, so Selena and her dad, Abraham confronted her. She denied it. And she said it wasn't true. And they fired her. And so I believe, I don't remember how much. There she is pictured on the right. Evil incarnate. So I, I don't, I don't remember the time frame between the confrontation and this meetup, but at one point Yolanda called Selena and was like begging just to talk to her. She's crying, like, please, I just want to talk to you. Like, just one more time, like resolve this, whatever. So Selena, feeling a little bad, goes and meets with her at Yolanda's hotel. And uh, in the hotel room there, she shot uh, Selena, but she didn't die immediately, actually. Selena- She walked out to the, like the- she crawled out to the hallway. She was crawling out trying to get help. And I can't remember if she shot her again, but she just, yeah, they came, they got her, and she, I think she died on the way to the hospital. But yeah, it was very, very sad. That's and rough. Yolanda um, held up police because she was like threatening to kill herself in her car. And there was like a. I don't oh, know how many yeah, hours there was standoff, like, standoff like, yeah. like five hours or something, something crazy. I remember I've seen that footage before. Yeah. 
Um, probably from the movie. I think so. Yeah. Anyways, all my homies hate Yolanda. You robbed my Mexican-American icon. I could have her still today, okay? Now all I have is Shakira and J-Lo. No hate, no diss, but I'm not really listening to Shakira or J-Lo on the regular. One of them is a bad person, and the other one, I don't really vibe with her music that much. Oh, and wait, who, who's the bad person? J-Lo. I was going to say, I think Shakira is, investiga- is under investigation for tax fraud, too. So. <laughs> no, no, that was a while ago. She actually... Uh, she, uh, she beat the charges? No, Spain said that she owed a bunch of money in taxes, and then she just like, oh, my bad. <laughs> she just sent it over, I guess, oh, okay. and she wasn't in Spain at the time. Well, and like... Shakira is from where? Remind me. She's Columbia? from Colombia. Colombia, and then yeah. J Lo is Puerto Rican. Yeah. Selena was a Nosavo kid. She was, dude. She didn't speak Spanish. She learned uh, Spanish like on the road, her, like the yeah whole thing. during her career. And I remember before she did this big interview, I think in Mexico, her dad was like stressed because he's like, "They're gonna be really mean to you if you mess up your Spanish. They're gonna like, they're gonna pick on you." Yeah. Um, and it was like it was. It was a lot of pressure at the time, but she went and everybody expected it to like not go well because, you know, they're just going to be really critical. Like, ah, look at this Chicana coming over here. Like she's Mexican doing whatever, whatever. And she's just American because that, like, that she is was, a mentality. Like she was so well loved, though. Like she was speaking Spanglish in the in the interview. Yeah. And, and it was still going. And fine. they just thought it was adorable. Yeah. yeah I, I there's even one clip. I don't think it's from this interview specifically. But I do remember a clip from uh, an interview. She was talking to somebody and she was like, instead of saying 14, I think she said uh, 14 when oh, she was talking. Yeah. So like, if you don't know, 14 is 14. And you would think that like, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to start counting in Spanish. Anyways, you would think it's 14, but no, it's 14. That's the word. So she she's talking really fast and she doesn't even realize she just says, ah, y 14, whatever, whatever. And the interview is like, wait, wait, what? She goes, ah, oh, 14. And they're like, she's Tex-Mex. Give her a break, you guys. It was actually, it was a very cute moment. Yeah. yeah, people just loved her. She had a wonderful personality. She was funny. She was very down to earth. And there's so many pictures of her out there eating tacos. And everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, Queens eat tacos. And like, <laughs> just Selena eating a taco. Yeah, like, how do you maintain that body? Tacos, yeah. Tacos. That's so funny to me. It's great. But that's the rundown on Selena. Now, there's another aspect regarding Selena I want to get into. Are you talking about... Yes. Drama? A little bit of drama. A little bit of chisme? A little bit of... A little bit of aura de chisme? It's... It is the aura of chisme. Here's a bonus word. Bonus word of the day. Chisme. Chisme. Say it with me. Can you say chisme? Chisme. Very good. One more time. Chisme. Chisme. Chisme Chisme means gossip. Because it is the hour of gossip. It is gossip hour. It is time to get into the nitty gritty the family stuff. The family stuff. The family drama. Because specifically with the dad, because the dad was in charge of after Selena's death, he was put in charge of a lot of Selena's assets because he she was married to Chris, one of the band members. Yes. Right? And so 
when they Ooh. got married, he had, you know, when you get married, you know, you get assets from the other person, you know, everybody shares. Yeah, there's so much drama from the beginning of their relationship. Like, even just, yeah, the starting yeah. of that relationship. Yeah. So, normally, with your partner, when they die, you... You inherit all their things. You ha- you control their estate and their name and everything. Two months after her death, he signed away his rights to her name, her likelihood, her estate, everything to Abraham. And I think they made an agreement that he would get like 25% of net profit. Um, I don't know if like that's like a permanent agreement or of like what she already had. But I think he did it to be nice. Like, because like ev- it's your daughter. Like, you know, you can protect yeah. her legacy kind of thing. Yeah. And everybody always knows that Abraham, not only is he just like him being controlling and everything aside, um, he's very protective of his family, especially Selena. He's very protective of how that's his only daughter, right? No, he has another daughter, Suzette. Oh yeah, she played the drums, I think. Yeah, or something the bass. Yeah, yeah. That's his. Uh, she's actually older, mm. but okay. he, they're very, they're all very protective of Selena and her image and her legacy because they want to make sure that she's represented right. And I, I get that. But what do you think her husband's gonna do? You know, he's gonna tag bad about her so well, like every the only reason people love them being together so much is because like their love story was amazing it, just, it seems so genuine yeah you see all of the like the news things about it like it just everything about it seemed so naturally They're, perfect if you don't know the love story of selena and chris oh my gosh it's like the cutest thing ever and very dramatic it's so dramatic because he joined Selena y los dinos as um, a uh, guitarist. Why did I, I almost almost I think said, he was lead guitar? I almost said guitar artist. I don't know guitarist, and she had a crush on him, and they both liked each other just like immediately. But Abraham was very, you know, protective of his daughter. He didn't want her dating, especially somebody who's in the band. So they started secretly dating. And I can't remember if they ever revealed their relationship to her family when they were dating. But in 1992, they ran off together and they secretly, they they ran off and eloped. So they just went to the courthouse, did their thing. And they were like both so excited. Like, yeah, we'll tell them eventually. But, you know, this is, this is our little thing. So happy, so exciting. They, they were so madly in love. And literally. So I, much drama came from that. I think. I could be just exaggerating. I could be wrong about this, but it the information did come out this fast. I think on the drive back home, they heard on the radio the announcement of her marriage. And congratulations <laughs> to Selena Cadena. She just got married to Chris Perez. And they're like, no, Abraham's going to flip. And They forgot that did. marriage was like public record. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> and somebody... they wouldn't see somebody so popular like Selena. And they're like, oh, this is newsworthy. Yeah, they... Oh my god, that oh my. that information got out so fast. And so Abraham lost his mind, and I think that really made the relationship between him and Chris very very tense just because I I, I don't I think I also I think that you have to put into perspective um Abraham's like upbringing. I think wasn't you said that he was a Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that until recently. That, I didn't know until you told me. Like Yeah, that they were Jehovah's Witnesses. And um, no, that that comes with like really really traditional values. Yeah, that, especially so, the patriarchal family um, structure, and it's always expected of the guy be like, yeah. "Hey, yeah, can I have your blessing to marry your daughter?" And, and they just ran up. So it it doesn't matter who 
she was with, it could have been anybody but Chris. He would have hated him because you ran off and married his daughter. Yeah. But they were so in love. Like, he was crazy about her while she was alive. And even after she died, he was just like, it was actually really sad. I think Suzette said that uh, out of everybody, he took the longest to move on, which is understandable. He really yeah. only got to, they were only married for like a short amount of time. But well, she died in ninety five, and they yeah, were so they're married only married for like three years. Yeah, but they had a very beautiful relationship, and that in that picture, Suzette is in the top left. Yes, I think her brother AB is in the top right. I think that looks like Abraham. No, I don't think so because Abraham's old. What if it is Abraham? Oh my God. I don't it's know. It's because of the glasses. The glasses are what makes me think of it. I don't right? remember what Abraham. Abraham and his son, they just call him AB, AB Jr. I don't remember what they look like. I don't remember their faces. I know Selena and Suzette and Chris, and that's it. And then there's the other, the other yeah. dudes. But, you know, whatever. So drama happens. Um, he signs away his his rights to everything. And I think that is like a nice example of just. Him being nice. Good faith, yeah. Yeah, good faith. Like, this is your daughter. You want to protect her legacy? Here you go. Like, I could easily just not do this. Some people think that he might have been pressured to by AB. Like, I, I could... I could definitely see I that. I could totally see him saying, like, I'm the one who built up her career. I'm the one who created all this. I'm the one who did this for her. Whatever. I'm going to keep it running. And mm, I don't know. I, I think that's just people's ideas, but I don't think it's unlikely. Well, when it comes to, like, yeah, Abraham was a really big business dude. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I could definitely see that. But yeah. it's still like, I don't know. If it was me, I'd, I'd kind of want something. So, like, because he doesn't have control over, like, we can talk about the memoir he wrote. And yeah. he wanted to make that into a show. He, he wrote a book called To Selena With Love. And it was a beautiful memoir. Um, I've only heard good things about it. And... It was just about him and Selena's love story. And it was really, really beautiful. But he he signed a deal with some production company to get it made into a TV series. And he immediately got hit with a lawsuit from Abraham. And it just blocked all production. Like, Because he, have, he has control of all name and all the name yeah. likeness And they came stuff. at him saying that he is violating an agreement they had uh, in 1995, which was that Abraham is in control of Everything relating to her name, anything that could involve anything that would make profit off of her name, that's Abraham's. So this went on 2016 to 2021, only just recently. Oh, wow. Yeah, it got dismissed. I think they came to some kind of agreement, but it's sad because he was gonna make he was gonna make a series about Selena and their love. And I I imagine he would do her justice and do it respectfully because he's in love with Selena. But AB, Abraham, not AB, I guess both works. Yeah. Abraham shut that down. And two years later, it's announced that Netflix is making Selena the series. Like, come on. Really? And I have not heard anything good about that series. No, <laughs> it sucks. I mean, all right, let me be a little nice. There's a lot of things that could be better. <laughs> I've heard a lot of bad things, though. And I've only seen memes about it, like talking about how bad it is, like with yeah, the, wigs, the wigs, with how they portrayed Selena as just like some smiley girl that's just happy all the time. And she's not really like a focus. Like I heard somebody say, somebody who reviewed it, 
they just said, why don't you just call this the Quintanillas? Because it's really just about the rest of the family. The first part is hardly about Selena. It's focused on the rest of the family. And anytime Selena's in it, there's not much depth to her character or any kind of development throughout the show. It's just, ah, there's Selena. She's happy. And they just call her kind of boring. Yeah, here's the uh, trailer for it. But yeah, her character just doesn't get much. She's played by um, Rosita from The Walking Dead. Oh, She's playing Selena. Yeah. It took me so long. I'm like, why do I know her? Why do I recognize her? It's Rosita. I've seen her face before, yeah. Yeah. But um, they gave her, they gave multiple people awful wigs. The lip syncing is pretty bad. I can't play it. But if you go watch one of the, there's one teaser trailer where she comes out and she's wearing her, like her white outfit. It's like, it's an iconic outfit that she made with her white bustier and her white pants and her boots and her earrings. She comes out and she sings Como La Flor. And obviously they're like, she's going to lip sync because they're doing it to Selena's track. Mm -hmm. But in the first, like the first shot of it, she's going to sing Como La Flor. They should have just not been close to her face at all because it says like the como comes before her mouth even forms it and like the rest of it is just off like the lip sync is just bad oh man yeah like and you got netflix working on this dude it's netflix like you gotta be somewhat decent at this thing by now that's your business <laughs> i've i've heard too that a lot of people felt like this was just a series where like the first part was heavily focused on abraham and his son and like the songwriting aspect but a lot of it's just on Abraham. So people are like, is this just a show for Abraham to pat himself on the back? <laughs> like Propaganda. Abraham propaganda. <laughs> Abraham propaganda. Keep the Neo propaganda. Oh, my. Yeah, th yeah. That that's... Well, like, in the movie, like, <clears throat> they gave Abraham, like, a portion, like, at the beginning. But, like, past that, like, he just... I mean, the way he was portrayed to me anyway, the way I interpreted it was, like, he just was a dude that was, like, wanting to be in control of everything and... yeah. Well, and I think um, I'm actually somewhat surprised that they left a lot of things in the movie with, you know, that kind of showed Abraham getting angry about things, very controlling. Like, there was a part where he was, like, mad about the bustier, her wearing those. And he's like, it's just a bra. You're just wearing a bra yeah, with uh, yeah. gems on it. She yeah, goes, it's the bustier. And he didn't like it. And her mom's like, it's cute. Just leave it alone. But... Or, the, but what? there were some good things that came out of that movie, like the scene where he's talking about Chicanos in America. Oh, I love that scene. I do want to bring up that scene. So he's actually, yeah, he's prepping her for it. I'm not sure of that right now. This resonated with me. You always said everything's a risk, right? They don't Absolutely. accept us with it. They never have. Hello, we're Mexican. No, we are Mexican-American, and they don't like Mexican-American. And they can be mean, and they can tear us apart over there. Yeah. Selena Spanish is... And what he just he Spanish? puts it into words so well. Right? Yeah, he, he's really years. he's preparing her for this Singing, this interview. Yes. He, you, you can tell he's it, nervous. You speak it a little funny. And down there you gotta speak perfectly, or the press will eat you up and spit you out alive. I've seen him do it. Overreacting is usual. Yeah, the music will speak for itself, Dad. He, he, well, and he's talking Mexican from experience too, because he used to be a musician as well, right? Yeah, jump all over and he's you also Mexican American. Oh yeah, like here's gonna he's gonna get right into it. Spanish perfectly. We gotta be twice as perfect as anybody else. Why are you laughing? What's so funny? Nothing. I'm serious. Nothing. Our family serious, has man. been here yeah, for centuries. About, like, literally and yet they two Mexican from the Americans, two Americans from the Mexicans. Oh, here, yeah. I mean, we got to know about John Wayne and Pedro Infante. 
We gotta know about Frank Sinatra and Agustin Lara. We gotta know about Oprah and Cristina. Anglo food is too bland, and yet when we go to Mexico, we get the runs. Now that, to me, is embarrassing. <laughs> no, Japanese-Americans, Italian-Americans, German-Americans, their homeland is on the other side of the ocean. Ours is right next door, right over there. The motherland. And we gotta prove to the, the Mexicans motherland. how Mexican we are, and we gotta prove to the Americans how American we are. We gotta be more Mexican than the Mexicans, and more American than the Americans, both at the same time. It's exhausting. Exactly. That, like, Nobody he gets When we were making this show, and I heard that, I was like, dude, this is just giving me the energy to want to do it more. Like, when, when I first watched that, I think I watched this movie for the first time. It was late middle school or early high school. And when it got to that scene, I got, like, almost like a little, oh, it got me worked up. Like, I'm watching, I'm like, yes, exactly. Like, exa it's so frustrating. You got to, like, prove that you know all the Mexican knowledge and culture and then... And then the Americans like, you don't know this? You don't know this? It's like, dude, I'm trying so hard to learn two different cultures and like the most important aspects of them. You know, like. It, I'm a blended person right now. Yeah. Exactly. I go to school and kids would like sometimes talk to me like I'm a foreigner, you know? And then. Absolutely. Yeah. And you talk to your, your Mexican side of your family or just your Mexican friends, especially people who are like coming from Mexico. And they're like, ah, you, you're just a gringo. You're just American. You don't even know. Like, but then you get to Spanish class and everyone's like, well, what does this mean to you, Arturo? Yeah. How do you, you do this? Break down Independence Day for us. What <laughs> happened? Give us the history <laughs> yeah. lesson. I'm like, bro, I'm. I'm learning with you guys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And so that scene was really cool for me. Yeah. He's like, he's breaking it down for them. And you can feel like his exhaustion and his frustration from it. I think any, I think, yeah, every Mexican-Americans experience that, especially Mexican-Americans who don't always, I think we're fortunate enough that we got to grow up immersed in our culture. Um Probably not as much as we would have liked, considering that we're in the Midwest, you know, there's only so much to immerse yourself with. Yeah, but I mean, like, having... But there's some people who don't have any of that, you just know? Just that family unit around you the whole time, that's, exactly. that's where you're learning from. We yeah. have a big family, and then there's some people who, you know, they're here and they don't have that much, they don't no. have that many relatives. Their parents don't want to teach them Spanish because they want them to uh, learn to English and, and yeah. yeah, integrate better. Um, they don't get enough of their, you know... Maybe their parents just don't have the time to cook traditional meals and they're always working. Or maybe they just don't want to because they want them to integrate. But it, it's it's a little sad because then you get older and you get told like, ah, you're not even Mexican. You know, then how does that make you feel? Because you don't really feel accepted by the Americans. So this is why I think even if you're not a Selena fan, or you're not interested. I think this movie is a really good watch. The Selena movie. I It came out in 1997. Yeah. Very, very good watch. It was a great movie. I'm probably going to rewatch it again this weekend. because Me too. It's, it's a great movie, yeah. Or maybe tonight. I will just force my boyfriend to watch it with me. <laughs> I do not care. It's it's culture. It's for the culture, for the people. Yeah. But yeah, it's I mean, movie. great wrap-up for that Chicano thing, I think. Yeah, great, I think it's great. great uh, gives you that energy, like, yeah, I am enough. And, you know, Selena's a great example of... Yes, she was literally, I I remember there was, uh, when I first found out who Selena was in like middle school, I was like, whoa, she's like, she's just like me. Like she's Mexican American. She's out here singing in Spanish. She wanted to really, oh, she did release some songs in English, but I remember uh, she always complained like, I want to do an English album, a full English album. Like you'll see her say that in the movie too. But I thought 
that was so cool. And then I remember just being sad for a while. I'm like, I've already, I've already indulged in like everything she's ever released and she's just gone. I don't get any more of that. No, I, yeah, I that, totally understand. Yeah, that, you yeah. don't get the representation. You're not going to see her go perform again. You're not going to see her do a new line or new collaboration. So I was, I was sad for a while. I'm like, dang, like, who else? Who else do I got? J Lo and Shakira, <laughs> Selena Gomez. You know, it's, but like, there's not many people that you can go and look at them. Like, okay, yeah, they've made such an impact. And it's just overall like super positive on what they've done. So now yeah. I, I just want more and I'm craving more the entire time I'm thinking about them. Yeah, you see little girls today still dressing up as Selena, wearing her final her final concert performance. It's so, it's really cute. And it's really, it's crazy how big her impact was. I, it's, it actually like, sometimes it still blows my mind. I'm like, dang, she died a long time ago. And I'm still hearing her music on the regular at the restaurant. I'm still seeing people like doing people dressing up, people making pinatas and hitting yeah. them as, and it's just Yolanda on the pinata and yeah, it's just Yolanda. Oh, like, like there's new show. generational hate for Yolanda, and that yeah. that blows my mind. I like that the hate will never die. You know what? She's actually she's uh she's eligible for parole soon. I saw that. Yeah, in 2025. 2025. Yeah, so that's like too soon. Too soon. I didn't expect her to come out in my lifetime, honestly. I, I expected her to I, die in prison. I know, right? Because she was, I think when she was first sentenced, it was life without possibility of parole. And she was like 30 or 40, right? Yeah, but I, I guess that can change if you send an appeal. And if you have good, good behavior. behavior. Yeah. Yolanda, let me tell you. If I ever see you, I'm jumping you so quick. Oh, uh, here's a first example. If you can't Don't let see, me catch you on these Cedar Rapids streets, Yolanda. <laughs> it's a little girl, maybe six or seven, dressed as Selena. Beating the hell out of a Yolanda pinata. And I think, man, I'm so proud. I love being Mexican, bro. I'm proud of this new generation. I'm proud of it. And there's another one, which is so funny, especially with the sound. You haven't seen this one yet, Arturo. I don't okay. think you have. It's so funny. It's this little girl at her birthday party. Her mom's like, what are you about to do? And her response is so, it's the funniest thing. I can't say it without giving it away, but... She also, it's just like a pinata with a picture of Yolanda. It's so funny. I'll give Alex a second. The little kids are like the most genuine people too. Yeah. So like, I, love I know get, she meant it. Yeah. I love when they get super aggressive. I sent it to you on TikTok, Alex. One of my, one of my special TikToks. It's, I think it's probably TikTok. the first one I sent you. El, el Tiki Toki. Yes. It, the video is so funny. I think. Where did I find it? I think my boyfriend actually sent it to me. He's like, I think you'd appreciate this. And I did. It part of me just yeah. The pride. Yeah, that makes me. Like, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I need a second. Take your time. Take your I time. I gotta log in. I I'm just saying, I don't like to what's the word? I don't like to promote hate and violence, but if you ever see Yolanda on the outside and you recognize her, get her ass, bro. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, hold on. <laughs> okay, wait. Can I not say? Okay, this? freedom of speech is okay. You can be like, "Hey, I don't like what you did to my favorite, oh, whatever." Is, but don't be like, "Hey." If you feel like kick it. her ass on the street, <laughs> if you no. want it. Just kidding. This is satire. None of this is real. 
But if I see Yolanda in real life, I'm going to beat her ass. But the likelihood of me ever seeing her is very, very low because I live in Iowa. And well, like if she came into the restaurant and was like, okay, let me get a mark. I want to be like, actually, I refuse the right. I, I hold the right to refuse service to you. And be like, get the hell out of my building. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what I would do? Be like, you can have a mark on your head and just pour it on her, you know? Go take a drink of the Cedar River water. <laughs> Go take a dip. <laughs> Go take a dip. It'd be perfect if she walked into a Selena music playing. Oh like, my god! I played no. on the regular. No, I put a playlist on if she walked in. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the Selena playlists. I walk around singing it to tables. Hell yeah! Oh, I walk around the restaurant singing it too. Yeah, here it is. Oh, it's gold. Oh, they actually got like a PDF on a on a pinata. That's great. Yeah. Selena, what you about to do, girl? Yes. <laughs> okay, go. Can I say it? Come on, Selena, kick her ass. Kick her ass. I love little kids that are sassy too. Her going like clear the way. It's so funny. It's good that they didn't put a blindfold on her. I know, right? You know the amount of kids that have their heads taken off? Yes. Oh uh my, my my boyfriend just told me today that he once when he was visiting his grandparents in Colorado um he there was a quinceanera happening next door and he went over there and he said there's a pinata going on and the candy broke and he was so excited to get candy he bent down and he said he he got in there way too early because um a metal rod is connected <laughs> with the side of his head and he said he has no memory of crumpling to the ground he said he remembers the connection to his head and then he was he said in his words and then suddenly I was in the bosom of a Mexican father who was just cooing to me in Spanish, <laughs> telling me it's okay. How old is he? <laughs> I think he was like eight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he just told me that today. Yeah, I think they should take away blindfolds from those pinata things. But... Absolutely. And maybe stop spinning the kids around in circles. It's so, that's so insane. It's like you want somebody to get hurt. Yeah. I, I... I'm just all the all the clips of that happening are just going through my head right now, dude. Yeah, that was the funniest thing I heard today when you told me that. That was great, but I got a little sidetracked. One other thing I did want to talk about was there's a lot of so there's a lot of criticism towards Abraham for how he's handled Selena's legacy because as we saw, he wouldn't let Chris do his his memoir his, yeah, series. Show. Yeah, a little a little messed up, a little disappointing. I wanted to see that. I was pretty excited, but whatever. That's just me. Um, well, especially if you like, that's your like your that, that's probably like part of the grieving process too. You know, yeah, probably to see something that's why like he that. Wrote, that's why he wrote the memoir, so he could kind of just like that, that, get a that little helps bit of you process things. Yeah, yeah. So and, to see it in a series because everybody loved it so much would have been so nice. Because there's a lot about. I mean, obviously, we see them fall in love with the movie, and it's a, it's a lot. Oh my God, let me tell you, it's way better than the Selena series. And the Selena series, it's stupid. First of all, the guy playing Chris comes in with this ugly ass wig that looks like, like some. There's an animal on his head? Yes. It like, when Chris did have long hair when he first joined, but it didn't look like that. I like, oh my God. It, have you, I, I don't, I have no words. When I saw that, my jaw dropped. Chris was hot. This man looks like a square with an animal just hanging off his head. It was awful. And then there's no chemistry between him and the actor who plays Selena. I've seen all the scenes. I haven't watched through the show. I've seen like 
the first episode and I've seen through scenes. Just the way that it's presented, it doesn't, uh, doesn't do no, it justice. No, it's not. I am going to I am gonna watch through it because I'm talking all this shit about it and I probably should at this point. But I just, I was kind of disappointed when it's, with its announcement because of what happened with Chris's series. Yeah. But there's no chemistry between him and the actor who plays Selena. They're just like, they don't even look in love. They don't even look like people who have crushes on each other. They have these moments where they're supposed to like connect and I don't know, have this heartfelt conversation. It's so bland and boring. Like, have you, it makes you wonder, like, have you never been in love? Have these people never been in love? What is this conversation? Every single one of them. And then when they're together, excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, so worked up, I had a burp. When they're, (laughs) when they're together, they're just arguing, bro. They're just arguing all the time. Like literally, there's so many scenes, and they're just yelling at each other. Well, and I feel like that's that's Abraham's input there, which it is like definitely is. He's controlling the whole narrative. Everybody idolized their relationship because it was beautiful, and he did get a lot of criticism for how controlling he was with Selena's life and just his anger in general. And everybody knows he didn't really like Chris, at least in the beginning. I don't think they, I don't think they still have bad blood. They recently met up again and we're hanging out but uh he really he really just kind of shat on the relationship and was sad and he's actually gotten criticism in the past for just the family in general for being exploitative of selena's name abraham uh yeah okay but also just i mean people just kind of say the family i don't know how much input the other the others have but like with the selena movie selena died in 1995. Yeah. I believe, was it March or September? I think it was in March. And then shooting, like filming for the Selena movie happened next year in September, which is kind of quick. Yeah, that's a little, yeah. a little quick for me. And so the, the movie's released like two years later. They start They started filming really fast. And I remember um, hearing lots of things where people just kind of said, aren't they grieving? How are they already ready to make a movie about her life? She just died. And I don't know about you, but like, I don't doubt that they they were genuinely grieving. I'm not doubting their love for Selena or anything like that. But it was just, it was kind of weird how quick they they went to make a movie about it. And, but maybe that's part of the grieving process for them. I'm not one to judge but yeah, maybe it's part of the grieving process, but it's still like to jump in that quick and then to to cut out other people's um, like stories like Chris, for example. You yeah. know, I, I mean, I think he was portrayed well in the movie. Yeah. But like, I feel like he probably didn't get a whole lot of input for what happened. In right. That movie. I think also, though, I don't think he wanted any because I, I did recently watch an interview with him and he did not want to stop by the set at all. The whole family was very, very involved. I think. Um, J-Lo actually stayed at their house. She lived with Suzette and I think her was J-Lo, parents. Was J-Lo like popular at the time of that filming? Or this was, was she of, just kind of like starting out? She was just kind of starting out. I think she maybe had, this was like her her big, big role. But I think she had like maybe like a couple other movies like before Like she this. wasn't Jenny of the Block yet? Like <laughs> No, not quite yet. Okay. I, don't even, I don't think she started her music career even just yet. I think that's when she was just okay. an actress. But... She got really close to the family. She even like stayed with them in their home for some time. Um, a few of the actors playing certain people got really close to the family. And Chris, he didn't want he didn't want anything to do with that. And somebody just kind of begged him, like, please come by the set, please. And they actually have a scene of Chris in the movie 
there's this introduction where Chris's character is first brought in and he's auditioning to be part of the band and he's playing this guitar riff. It's really, really cool. Uh, they they zoom in and it's just like a close-up from like the chest down of him doing it. Okay. That close-up is actually Chris doing it there. Because oh. when he showed up, um, somebody said, why don't you just do the guitar riff so we can see you do it? And they just filmed him doing it and they put that in the movie, which is actually a little fun fact. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I only, I found that out recently because I was watching an interview. Yeah. But I don't know. A lot of people like to say Abraham's kind of hypocritical, a little exploitative with the movie. And then you see stuff like she has a Mac collection. This was like a few years the ago. computer Mac? Like No, Mac Cosmetics. Oh, okay. I was like, what's the collection of computers? That's interesting. <laughs> I feel like <clears throat> you would have heard that if it was Mac. No, I, I was like, I thought that, I didn't think she was like a computer nerd, but yeah. But two different worlds. Uh no, I'm in the I'm in the beauty world. No, Mac Cosmetics. She had a Mac collection. I actually really wanted to buy from that collection. I didn't get the chance to. I was broke at the time. And now I can't because it's gone. And if I want it, I have to buy three hundred dollar blush or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> and um he also did like some seven eleven Selena cup. Like like the big gulp kind of thing or yeah. <laughs> okay. It was like a limited edition kind of Selena cup. Yeah. But. At least it wasn't like McDonald's or something. Right. But then you go to like around Corpus Christi and I shouldn't say just Corpus Christi. Well, no, but in the area where Abraham still lives, there's people who like sell like, oh, like this is like, this has a painting of Selena on it. Here's a purse with Selena art. Here's this. And Abraham will come in and he'll uh, be like, you all need to stop. He'll like haul everything. Oh. Which. He does have the right to do that because, you know, copyright and whatever, and that's his family. But it's also like, I don't know. Like, if somebody wants to show their appreciation for a person and put it like on a piece of whatever to like wear it around, I would be like, oh, that's really endearing. I appreciate that like, you want to do, do that. Do you for my need daughter. the money for that, that Selena purse at the flea market? Do you need the money from that? It's like 30 or, bucks, bro. Leave it alone. Yeah, just leave it. Like, He's. I know that man. Hurt anybody? I know that man's got enough money. I know he's good, but he will go through and he'll just like if he he'll go through and he'll make sure that anything he sees that has Selena likeness on it, it's just it's done, right there. Oh. Yeah, and I I can see how that it can be interpreted in different ways. It can be interpreted as oh he's still very protective of his daughter's legacy. You know he's trying to do her justice and make sure whatever whatever. But then some people are like oh it's that greed. He yeah, wants money hungry. Yeah, he wants to make all that money off of it because he's said stuff before, like, like her career and everything is because of him. And while he's not wrong, I think his kids, their work ethic can definitely be accredited to him. And he did force all of them to learn instruments, and he kind of forced them to do that band. But it's kind but like of like it gets to a point as a parent where you're like, okay, my hands are off now, and they're doing their own thing, and yeah, you know, I took some, I have, I can have some credit for you know building this person, but they take the they take the wheel at one point. It's starting to get a little uh, Joe Jackson. Wait, is that Michael Jackson's dad's name? Joe? Is it Joe Jackson? I don't know. I don't know. He was a hard ass though, and man, did he work those kids? Yeah, the Jackson Five. Yeah, those guys were. Yeah, his name's Joe. National Still TV. giving a little Joe Jackson vibes, if you if you ask me. I don't know. That's just me though. But I don't know. That that's just the chisme. That's that's just chisme. 
And it's all hearsay. I mean, I wasn't there. Anything that I said that might get me in trouble, whether it was promoting acts of violence or um, it was accusing a joke. people of it was doing in Minecraft. things. Yes, none of this is real. This is satire, and this is everything that's been said is alleged. That's how you cover your bases. I meant mean, in that in in a video game, not real life. Th this is all a video game. This isn't real. This is a bit. Yeah. I know the law, baby. Can't get me. <laughs> I will tell you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, you going and doing your journalism stuff. Cool I'll, guy. Also, just curiosity. So we were we were gonna paint this, but we got just so stuck in great conversation. Ain't this cool though? I. Hate to say it. No, I'm not going to say where I got this. That's handmade. I made that. <laughs> I made it. I made it myself for this show because I'm dedicated to, to Chicano Chingon and to you, my dear viewer. But We got it shortly it after uh, Dia de los Muertos celebration. I was going Halloween shopping and part of me kind of hates buying like commercialized Dia de los Muertos stuff. Like things I look at, I'm like, that ain't from Mexico. Like... That little guy, that's from Mexico. That was brought to me by one of my family members from Mexico. I, I kind of see stuff. I'm like, ah, I know that was just made in some freaking factory. Jinx. Jinx. Double jinx. But enough of that. Whatever. This has been another riveting episode of Chicano, Chicano Chingon. And Mango Mustache Original. Presented by Hacienda Las Glorias. Remember... We got new episodes coming out every Wednesday. We have a live show on the last Saturday of every month. Be there or be square. It's pretty lit. 3 p.m. happy hour. Don't want to miss it. Hacienda Las Glorias on First Avenue, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Thanks for tuning in to this great lesson that we learned you today. We hope you you take in all this information about the queen, the queen of Tejano music and cumbia, and hope you feel a little more pride in being Chicano. And I hope that it gets stuck in your head like it did for me. Yes. And last but not least, stay chingon, chicanos. Salud. Salud. Mango Mustache Media.